Welcome, welcome everyone to The Enthusiast Life. I am your host, Mark Turcotte. I'm so glad each and every one of you have decided to make me a part of your day. Well, my friends, it is Monday, June 21st, 2021. And happy Father's Day to all you out there that were fathers here. Or, well, you not, you were fathers. You still are fathers, but we're fathers on Father's Day. Hopefully you had a good day. I know we sure did. We went out to lunch, had my parents over last night, and uh, played some Yahtzee, which we hadn't played Yahtzee in a while. Uh, my parents love playing some Yahtzee. And of course, my dad won. He actually got two Yahtzees, which is crazy. I mean, half the time you play that game, you never get a Yahtzee. And uh, yeah, he actually got two Yahtzees in the same game, uh, which is pretty awesome. So uh, happy late Father's Day to everyone out there. I know we had a good time, though, too. I, my kids uh, surprised me because the uh, the Ultimate Legends arcade kit that or arcade machine that we had gotten actually was kind of part of both my birthday and Father's Day. Um, but they surprised me. And of course, my wife and getting me an arcade one-up stool, like an official stool that has the Asteroids logo on it, um, which is cool now. So it's you know the perfect height for the arcade machine. You can sit there up on the stool and play the games, which was super cool. Because you know personally for me, like the whole time we've had it, I've had no problem standing. But my wife and even my son both were sitting down in chairs while they're playing. I'm like, guys, it's an arcade machine. You know, you got to stand. And they're like, no, 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 no. And then I was like, all right, well, we need to get some stools or something down here. And they got me the stool. So yesterday we did play a little bit of that last night as well and had a good time. So uh, again, post happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. Hopefully you had a good day. And um, yeah, so a little bit of housekeeping here as always before we get moving. Don't forget you can always follow me on Twitter at Mark Turk, M-A-R-K-T-U-R-C. And of course, you can always email the show at theenthuselife at gmail.com. Now, we did, of course, get back from Pauly's Island. We had a great trip while we were there. But coming back uh, this weekend, I was able to finally jump in a little bit more into... And I know you guys are probably going to roll your eyes. Fantasy Star Online 2 New Genesis. I just, in the back of my mind, I was like, I need to figure out what it is about this game that is not clicking. Well, one thing that wasn't was, and I mentioned it before, definitely the server lag and all that. Well, while we were gone last week, they did put out a patch to basically fix all of that. So the game now runs super smooth. Uh, I figured out how as well to kind of, in the open world, there's, like in the original PSO2, you can kind of shift blocks and, and basically sync up with other people in there. So there's a way to kind of sync up when you're in a certain area to get up to at least eight people in the open world area that you're in. And a lot of the way the game works is it keeps having kind of these quick little trials or little events kind of within one area. And right now, the until you really hit kind of end game, each area is kind of level based. Uh, I mean, you can go there if you want, but, you know, some of the enemies are going to be either too high for you or too low for you. Uh, but once you hit level 15 in a battle power of 1184, you can start making every area be 1184 or above. And then you can kind of grind out any area you want to go to. And I've, I've hit that point. I've actually finished the quote-unquote story that is out right now. And this is going to be kind of like the last game was, is where they just periodically, like most MMOs, put out little story content as as the years go on to push the, the overall story forward. And that's how they introduce new classes and new weapons and new locations. Um, and I've kind of settled into just the groove of the grind that the game has. Um, so I'm sitting here almost level 16, 20 is the cap. Um, but uh, I'm enjoying it a lot more now, uh, which, which is cool. So um, I would say, you know, if you're, if you're somewhat interested, check it out. Um, and you know, again, it's free, you know, it's not going to hurt you to check it out. Um, but be prepared. There's definitely a little bit of a grind there. Um, but I, like I said, I've kind of followed it, fa- fallen into the, the gameplay loop of the game and I'm currently enjoying it right now. Now, one of the interesting things is tomorrow with game pass, uh, the Dungeons and Dragons dark Alliance 
comes out comes out on all the platforms but is free with game pass and i'm really interested in checking that game out i watched while we were away last week there was like a five or six minute kind of preview trailer that they put out kind of gets you through the gameplay loop of that game and that game looks really fun especially when you're playing with a group or at least with you know a couple friends you can get up to four people um there's four different D D, you know named characters i know drist is one of them and um, you're basically going to kind of grind through these levels, just chasing loot to level up your character to then be able to grind those levels again on harder difficulties. And um, it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. And and again, to be included with Game Pass, why not, right? You know, maybe I know I was still, there's a chance that I still would maybe even jump in on this game to, to pay for just because of kind of what it is and, and the co-op side of it. Uh, but being included with Game Pass, I mean, that's just, that's awesome. Like, I cannot wait to check that game out tomorrow. So we're going to be talking about that game probably in the next couple of days uh, once I kind of get my my hands on it and get to play that a little bit. But if you are on the Xbox side of things, definitely check that game out tomorrow when that launches. Um, it's just another quick little video game thing. It's kind of a big deal here in our house today because, of course, you know, oh, God, can't ever escape Fortnite. But um, Thanos is coming back to Fortnite's I, or well, he's coming to Fortnite's item shop. He never was actually in the item shop. And when I say that, it is, of course, you got to pay for him. Um, but he is coming to the item shop to get this skin. And one of the cool things they've been doing, and this really entices players to keep playing. And, of course, uh, you know in my house, my kids, like being all about this, especially my son, um, the um, they run a tournament for these skins. And if you place well enough in the tournament, you get the skin for free. So, all weekend long, there's been, my son has his his buddy he's playing with, they, they do duos, and they're like set. Today, it's tonight, as we're recording this, they're ready to go in this duos tournament. And, um, you know, they've been practicing all day, and, you know, he's he's got to have dinner early tonight because it goes from 6 to 9 or whatever time it is that they're going to be, be rocking this thing. But the skin looks awesome i mean it is the same character model from it's been three years now that they put that out actually that thanos event if you guys remember that it was like one of the first events in Fortnite, um which was super cool if you don't remember that you basically someone could you could find the gauntlet it fell on the map and um you could um pick it up and become thanos and then shoot like beams with the different gems and that i mean it was really really neat um but that skin now is going to be a skin in Fortnite. so uh it it just it blows my mind how they continue to make Fortnite just the multiverse of everything you know you i mean now essentially you're gonna have thanos fighting batman fighting an alien you know a xenomorph from alien um fighting you know you you name it what are some i mean harley quinn it's it's just it's wild or and then have you know ray come flying in with her lightsaber and it's just normal. It's just Fortnite. Um, it's crazy. Absolutely crazy. Uh, but yeah, so I'll keep you posted on that. I'm sure, you know, <laughs> my son, the way these tournaments always go, they always have these tournaments and he'll play. He gets all hyped. How many buddies will practice for a couple of days? They get in there and they'll do good usually a little bit. And then they kind of start playing some of the harder people and then they all end up quitting. Which I always tell them, like, you got to play it through. Like, don't quit. Play it through and see how you do. Because you may end up, yeah, you lose one one time. You may end up doing okay the second one. Um, or, you know, a couple matches later. But, I don't know. That's just that's just the way he is. Uh, shifting gears from games. He's keeping it with comics, though. Um, I caught up on Heroes Reborn. Remember, this is that event um, that's been running in... Uh, the new, the new kind of the new Marvel event where it's a world without the Avengers with the Squadron Supreme, and this week 
things are ready to hit the fan. You know, if you've been keeping up with this series, you know what's going to happen, what is next. And um, this series, I can't stress enough. Go check it out. And we were actually talking over in the Discord, kind of the, the little world that they've kind of created with the Squadron Supreme is great. I mean, the first couple issues kind of set the state of things, but then each consecutive issue since then kind of focuses in on one of the characters and gives you a little bit of their backstory, a little bit of their, um, I don't know, you know, just kind of the state that they're in right now, kind of seeing things that are happening um, within the the current state of things. So, you know, you have one that just follows the character Blur, one that follows uh, Dr. Spectrum, one that follows the character Nighthawk, which very, very cool character. I mean, I wish we got a little bit more about him. And then one that follows um, Power Princess. And, you know, if you're hearing me say these names and you haven't seen the art of these characters yet, essentially, I don't, I'm not going to say they're knocks on DC, but they kind of are. Like, everyone is, you know, this whole series has really been just a riff on characters from the uh, the DC side of things. And, like, that's where things would have gone different. Um, it's, like, just a different take. Like, if you could go in and kind of recreate Batman, you'd come out with Nighthawk. If you went in and recreated um, uh, Superman, you know, you would get, uh, what is his name? Some, you know, Captain Squadron or whatever his name is. Like, you would get these different characters or the Flash. You know, you, instead you would get Blur. Like, they've really gone out of their way to kind of make the analogy to DC. And, like, I love that about the series. Um, Jason Aaron's done a great job kind of writing it and uh, the art and everything for it is, is fantastic. Now this week, like I said, this is where it's all really going to uh, hit the fan and it left it, the issue seven left it on a cliffhanger and uh, issue eight is kind of the wrap up of it all. Now I, I haven't gone in. There are even a lot of like side uh, content for this where they've kind of dove even deeper into kind of recreated heroes in, in that side of it. Um, and so I'd like to do that at some point. So uh, I know Matt Clark over in the Discord, he's like all about it. Like he's saying, this is great. But we were chatting in the Discord how cool it would be to still have kind of a series continue with um, either in this world or who knows, maybe where this ends. Maybe that's what's coming. Maybe we're going to get a Squadron Supreme series. Uh, I think that would be pretty neat because they really have some kind of cool characters here. And, um, you know, only having eight issues of the of the stories of them really has been kind of tough you know you're not getting enough information about them these are characters you want to know more about um but you just you can't and you got to kind of just go with what's here and that that's about it so hopefully we'll get some more with them down the line because i would definitely be interested in, in checking some of that out and kind of seeing just the the internal debates that they have you know these characters are always kind of fighting and all that which is just kind of crazy um Shift the gears away from comics. Let's get into some movies. We actually got the chance on Saturday night. Do we watch Saturday night? Saturday night or Friday night? We watched over on Netflix, uh, The Woman in the Window, uh, which had come out. I know a lot of people have been telling me, like, you need to check that movie out. Check it out. Um, we really enjoyed it. You know, I'm looking right now. The Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 26, 41 on Metacritic, 5.7 on IMDb. We enjoyed it, my wife and I. There's a, a neat little twist. I mean, it has Amy Adams, who just puts off just a stellar performance. I mean, it's it's one of the best performances I've seen Amy Adams do in a while. Um, Julianne Moore, Gary Oldman, Anthony Mackie, Wyatt Russell, so U.S. agent himself. Um, there's a lot of actors in this movie that you would recognize. And it kind of went through a little bit of a, a troubled 
uh, release before it actually came out, but it did come out. It is on Netflix, so you can go check it out. Um, but it was supposed to come out, I think, actually in 2019, originally uh, in October by 20th Century Fox. But of course, the Disney buyout and with COVID and everything hitting, it just got delayed, delayed, delayed till it finally came out on May 14th. So it is a fairly new movie and uh, essentially features Amy Adams' character who has uh, agoraphobia, meaning like she doesn't want to leave her house. She kind of stays in her house and she has these new neighbors moving across the street and she sees uh, a murder happen through the window. And I'm just going to leave it at that. And then that's kind of where it goes. And then so you're kind of wondering, is is Amy Adams, is her character's mind playing tricks on her? Um, A lot of little twists. And things kind of happening uh, in there, and um, it's cool. Like we we really liked it, um, so I would definitely recommend folks check that out uh, if you haven't seen it yet. Don't listen to the critics on that. I, th- I think you would enjoy it uh, if you're into kind of thriller type movies. You know, it's not scary per se. It's just it's it's one of those kind of mystery thrillers that you know kind of have you guessing really to the very end. And um, yeah, it, it was really good. Now I think one of the interesting things, like I said, this was kind of supposed to be a 20th Century Fox movie. Supposedly, this is the last quote-unquote 20th century movie, um, and you see that in the beginning. It doesn't say 20th century Fox. It plays the whole bum-bum, bum-bum, you know, like that whole thing that it usually does, but it just says 20th century, and um, just kind of interesting to see that, right? So now it's it, we're just full-on to, you know, the Disney side of things now. Um, so that was kind of an interesting thing. But there was, there was an article, a couple articles that I, I found now since that kind of go into the development of it. And uh, it's kind of interesting to see kind of where that movie was supposed to be and kind of what ended up happening to it when it got picked up by Netflix and put out, God, about about a year and a half later, right? It's kind of crazy. Uh, one more movie here. I want to mention a trailer that came out for a movie that it just, I don't even know really how to explain it, but it just, to me, for some reason, I want to see it because I love the actor. Nicolas Cage has a new movie coming out soon. Um, and uh, it's supposed to come out, I think, on July 16th, 2021. Not a lot is known. Um, but when you watch the trailer, you still come away from it being like, I, I don't know what we're doing here. Uh, but it's called pig and it's uh, a movie in which Nicholas Cage just looks extremely disheveled and his pig gets kidnapped and his pig, uh, is what helps him find truffles. He's a truffle hunter who lives alone in the Oregonian wilderness and he must return to his past in Portland in search of his beloved foraging pig after she is kidnapped and it's very odd very strange but yet in the same sense like it looks like a very emotional and I don't know like a stellar performance from Nicolas Cage looking for his pig I mean it sounds crazy to say that but that's what the trailer shows and looks pretty damn good like emotionally it looks like it's gonna be a very emotional movie about this man searching for his pig um but Nicolas Cage is known for just some of some wild roles right like you love him in Face Off, Con Air, um well Raising Arizona like there's so many just classic Nicolas Cage movies and this one just when I watch the trailer I'm like of course yeah yep this is Nicolas Cage he would do this movie that just is kind of bananas in concept, but you know, looks like it's going to be much deeper than what the concept's going to be there. Um, but he he can be a great actor, you know. That's the one thing. He, in some movies, he's kind of cheesy, but um, and other and other times, he's he's great. And this looks like it's going to be kind of kind of the mix of both of those. So go check that trailer out. It's coming July sixteenth. I think it's I think it's hitting tra- uh, theaters. I don't think it's going to uh, a streaming service initially, but I'm not going to pay to go see this movie. But I definitely want to check it out. Go check out the trailer. It's called Pig. Uh, but all right. Well, that's going to do it for me here today, guys. It was good being back back in the office recording here behind my regular mic, not doing it from my phone anymore. Believe me, I mean, it was cool being able to do that. 
uh, but being able to uh, kind of get back to just some normalcy of recording the show here is nice. It is, it's always good here um, to kind of be back in my natural setting here. So again, everybody, don't forget you can follow me on Twitter at Marturka, M-A-R-K-T-U-R-C. You can always email the show, theenthuselife at gmail.com. And until tomorrow, have a great rest of your day, and we'll catch you next time.